All right. So uh, welcome back to the Mind of a Football Coach uh, podcast. Uh, today we're going to talk about starting the new year. Uh, it's, a, it's a new year. It's 2022. And we are we're rocking and rolling with our first day of school uh, starting starting today for the uh, second half of the of the semester. I hope, first of all, I hope you had a great break. I hope that you really enjoyed your time uh, with your family and uh, being able to relax a little bit, uh, get off your feet, all those, all those types of things. Um, maybe instead of getting off your feet, go for a run, be able to, uh, you know, get in some exercise, all those types of things are really, really, really good uh, because we need that, right? We all need uh, to be able uh, to reset our minds, right? To be able to uh, you know, feel a little renewed as we, we get into the new year. So for me, uh, one of the ways I like to you know, start the new year is I like to learn. I like to, to gain wisdom from people that are way smarter than myself. And uh, for me, that comes down to reading. And I like to read, and uh, there are a couple of books that I was given for Christmas I'd like to plug shamelessly uh, on the podcast. None, none of these guys are, are paying me or giving me any kind of money. Uh, this is all free for them. <laughs> to our, to our listeners. So I've actually had, uh, the first author, I've actually had coach Kenny Simpson on the mind of a football coach podcast. You have to scroll back a couple of years to find, uh, his episode, uh, but he's written a couple books. And the, the one I'm, I'm going through now is called find a way what I wish I'd known when I became a head football coach. And man, that, this book, I'm going through it. Uh, it's a, it's a shorter book. It's like, Gosh, how many pages is it? Let's see. Oh, it's actual paper too. Here's the paper, right? So that's cool. Uh, 70, you know, the, the content's about 70 pages. Uh, and I, I remember when I became a head coach in 2015, I would always say, man, I wish somebody wrote a book uh, about what it's like to be a, a high school head coach and how to, how to go about your business, how to uh, create a, create a, a winning program winning i mean competitive right because in high school we can't recruit our people you know i'm looking at you know georgia playing michigan i'm a big michigan fan i got a michigan uh, jacket on uh right now and <laughs> georgia has been able to recruit uh, much better players and that that's you know depending on who you talk to there's reasons for that but anybody that watched the game you can say, hey, Georgia just had better people. I think Coach Harbaugh and his staff obviously have done a great job this year. Uh, but as a high school coach, I, I feel like, you know, we get in that situation sometimes. We're going to play somebody, and oh, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, you know, when you when you look at the other team during pregame warmups and you, you go to yourself, oh, buddy, this is going to be a, a tough one tonight. Because, you know, on film, sometimes things can get get muddy. You think, oh, man. Uh, we got these guys. I'm watching tape. We, I see we can do these different things to them uh, based upon uh, the scheme we run. And then you get to pregame warmups, and you're like, "Oh gosh, <laughs> you know the body types a little a little different." So in high school, I think it's more about trying to be competitive. You're trying to 
uh, get your guys to play to the best of their ability week in, week out, night in and night out, and let the let the wins and losses uh, fall where they may. And Coach Simpson he references that in his in his book, and he's got a, some great some great tips uh, for coaches looking to uh, you know looking to become a head coach or even become a better a better assistant coach. And one of the titles of uh, one of the, the titles of a chapter in the book is called "There Is No Off Season," and man, is that more true today than than ever? Uh, it is a, a constant work to try to improve your football program. So, again, this book is called "Find a Way." What I wish I'd known when I became a head football coach. So, free plug to Coach Kenny Simpson. He's been he was great on the on the podcast. I know you will enjoy uh, enjoy his books. Uh, I'll also put links to these books where you can buy them uh, in the description. Uh, the second one that I'm going to talk about today, and I got a couple more books over Christmas break, so I may do some book reviews and talk about them a little bit. Uh, may not, so we'll, we'll see. Next one is called The Stacked Eye Formation Offense by Matt Mears. Myers, Mears, I'm not sure how you pronounce that. Uh, really good book about three-back offense uh, that I think I want to steal some ideas from, maybe steal a lot of ideas from. Uh, you know, excellent, excellent book. Uh, I think the longer you be, longer you are a coach, the more you you realize what you like. And uh, I mean, I really like three backs, two backs. Uh, I think that not a lot of people, excuse me, not a lot of people do that these days. So you're kind of unique. Uh, like I've talked about before in the podcast, I grew up running a wing tee uh, as a run, not running wing tee. I grew up playing in a wing tee as a player. So. You know, like three backs, power football, be able to play action, quick game off that stuff uh, is is awesome. So a couple uh, books that I'll put the uh, I'll put a link to where you can buy them. I think people mostly buy their books on Amazon, right? Uh, so that's uh, that's probably where it'll send you. I'll find the link to, to send you. All right. So, you know, starting a new year, uh, learning's a part of it, uh, I think. Also, having to plan what you want to get done uh, for the new year. I'm not talking about New Year's resolutions because most people, those don't last past February. So, uh, as a coach, have a plan. How do I want to go about my day-to-day business to be able uh, to be the best coach I can be going forward for my players, for my program, for my family, right? I think coaches that are well-organized can spend more time with their family. They're better They're better members of their family, whether that's their husband and a father or Maybe they're still single guys, uh, you know, who, who want to be with their, you know, their their mom or dad, or, you know, grandparents, whatever that is, um, or whoever you spend time with when you're not working, right? So that that can kind of become, you know, air quotes family, so to speak. But I think coaches that are organized can spend better quality time with the people they love, the people they, they cherish. And I, I find myself, the, the longer I, I do this head coaching thing, uh, the more I like to organize in the off season. So in the season, man, it's plug and play. We have gone through all the scenarios we want to go through. Uh, we've, and I know for me, I, I do like a mock game plan for each for each team we're going to play, and that's usually pen and paper, uh, writing things down, getting things squared away. Hey, how do we want to attack this? How do we want to do that? And figuring out, hey, what's what gives us the best chance this year of trying to to be a successful football team because i think every year has a life of its own 
the longer I've, I've been a head coach, the more I realize every year's the first year, <laughs> every year, because every year it's, it's, it's its own thing, right? It's its own entity. Uh, people were talking about coach Harbaugh before this season. Can he ever beat Ohio state? Well, he didn't have to beat Ohio state the previous six or seven years in this year. Right. So he's just trying to beat Ohio state in 2021. And then they went and, and they did that. So I, I, man, I, I'm thinking about, you know, we don't have to beat all these teams and all these teams' history that we play. You know, like when, we, when you look at the team on your schedule that has potentially won a lot more than maybe your program has, you don't have to beat all those teams. You just have to go and compete against the team that you're playing this year, right here, right now. So, you know, I also think about how, you know, huddle is a big a big part of what we do these days to be able to put in data, to save it, to be able to look at it later, to go back to it and say, Hey, why did I like this? Why did I not like that? Um, and then, and then tinker with, it. I think right now is the time for, for tinkering. I, I've never believed that you should be sold out to a system regardless of what comes in to your building. I think you have a philosophy. I think you have a way you want to get things done. So, for example, an offense where you are a power running football team, that can the scheme can change, the the, the formations can change, uh, but we want to run the football downhill. How you do that can change from year to year. Let's say you know, a new guy moves into your area. If you're at a school that you have some fluidity in your student population, maybe a kid develops and you want to use them on offense. Well, how do you use them? You want to use them to the, the best way that they can be used. Uh, so I think it, it is individualistic to some point, right? You're trying to put players in a position to be successful. And that's, that's what we'll do. We're a power running team. And that can be the power play. That can be ISO. That can be you know, what people call duo power without a puller. That can be counter. That can be all those types of things, right? Uh, but you're trying to find out you know, what is best for us going forward this year. And on defense, and we're, uh, I like to really show the same look about every snap. That's been my something I think about. Uh, give the give the offense the, the same picture but change it post-snap. Uh, that's something I, I like to do. Now, we have a couple front change-ups, right, a couple coverage change-ups. But you're not going to see you know, every front and coverage under the sun. You're going to see a couple. And then we're trying to disguise that. And I, early in my career, I thought disguise was overrated. And I don't, I don't think that anymore. I think that to show one thing pre-snap and to play something post-snap, that's simple for your players, is something that, uh, that you should do. So playing too high, roll to, roll to one high. Because I think it's easier than showing one high, roll to two high, especially at the high school level. Um, you know, show the same two high look, spin it down. Uh, or if you, know, if you know they're heavy run team, just play in single high. I mean, daggum, that, that's, there's nothing wrong with that uh, with that either. And then special teams, I mean, I, I don't know that I've ever been a big fake punt, fake field goal person, uh, always open to new new things. Uh, but, you know, maybe those go in. I don't know. Um, I always believe that if, I, if it's fourth and two, I don't want to fake a punt. I want to run an offensive play because we've, got, we've gotten far more practice doing that than – and faking a punt or faking a field goal, uh, those those types of things. And then, you know, thinking about off-season conditioning, uh, we are very blessed here to have a 
like a strength coach for the county uh, that does a great job. And it's a new program for us. So it's, you know, there's, there's hiccups in that. There's things that uh, will change over time. But I think it's a great idea. Uh, Eddie Vincent has been on this podcast and he is uh, somebody that really, really pushed for that. And, and he's awesome. He's a, he's a great guy. And he wants to, to help Upshur County sports be the best uh, that they, that they can be. And that has changed my role as a coach some, right? So I go down and take a, take attendance of who's there. Not that it's mandatory, right? No, it's you can't high, high school. It's not mandatory, but just kind of just checking on your guys. Like, Hey, if I've noticed that somebody isn't in another sport or not in the weight room, just checking on them. Hey, what's going on? Uh, you know, can we, can we help you? Uh, those types, those types of things. None of, none of the off season, you know, attendance taking of workouts is any sort of mandatory. Uh, like we're, we're not, we're not looking for, how to punish people. It's, Hey, let's check up on them. What's going on. Uh, those types of things, right? Cause you're trying to keep track of your players. And I think in the past I would just go, Oh, I'll remember who I see in the weight room. And then I can have a roster of who's playing basketball or wrestling. Yeah, I forget. And people can fall through the cracks. So I think, you know, taking attendance in your off season program, not for punitive reasons, uh, you know, maybe for some reward reasons, right? Rewarding people uh, in small ways, uh, but trying to keep track of your entire roster because you really want to develop your whole roster. And the off season, that's the goal. Are they playing other sport? Great. Are they in the weight room after school? Awesome. Are they going home and playing video games? Uh, oh man, <laughs> like we let's let's get active. Let's do something, right? Let's 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 be in a in a team setting. Uh, even you know, off season off-season weights isn't necessarily a team setting, but you're with your with your brothers, right? You're with people that are working hard, that are trying to help you become uh, better. And we all need that. We all need people that are trying to help us be better as we go as we go through through life. So I hope some of this was helpful. Uh, you know, I think about 2022, man, let's, it's a new year. It's a new start. Um, it is, it's a fresh year. And a word that comes to my mind often uh, is the word uh, forgiveness. So new year comes, uh, man, let's, let's forgive ourselves for the mistakes that we have made. Let's forgive others. Uh, may we be gracious with others. May we be slow to be, to be angry and be slow, also be slow to be angry with ourselves. Be gentle with ourselves. There's a, uh, a great Catholic saint, St. Francis de Sales, and he, he's, he talks a lot about that. Be gentle with yourself. Because we're going to make mistakes, and uh, you know, let's let's just learn from them. Let's go forward, and let's try to be better, and let's try to love other people as we go through 2020. Thank you all for listening.